Hey you guys, I'm so happy to be here with y'all today. I want to talk to y'all about finding rest in uncertain times. Uh, I'm actually recording this at night uh, and it is just something that came to me to earlier today and I just didn't take the time. I had a lot going on here at home and I didn't take the time to record on time, on schedule, like I was supposed to, but it almost seems timely that I release this at night instead of the morning, right? You know, sometimes we need some sort of, you know, something soothing, comforting, a word, uh, something of encouragement that helps us to get that rest that we need. Uh, I know, you know, there's all these apps that now you can download and in the apps you can download and it'll either give you soothing rain sounds or you know just soothing sounds that help you rest your mind and help you go to sleep i even put some uh actually some music that i get on youtube that my friend helen told me about uh she uses it for her little boy and i was like this is going to be perfect to help put my granddaughter to sleep and it's a uh, it's like brainwave music but it helps to calm the mind down and to help get them to calm down and get ready like for their nap so every now and then i do that but usually with bella what she likes in order to be able to go to sleep when it's time for her nap is she loves when uh, either I sing to her, which I know you probably wouldn't like that, but she loves my voice, right? So that's what matters. But she loves it when I sing to her, or she loves it when I play certain worship songs for her. Uh, and, and it's the craziest thing because I could play an entire playlist of songs and she will be so fussy. But when these, there's like three specific ones that I play for her. And one of them is You Say. And that's like the kicker, right? So we start off with the Lauren Daigle's You Say. And she lifts up her hand up in the air because that's what she sees, right? So she lifts up her hand in the air and she'll sing with me. And how beautiful is that for a two-year-old? And she's been doing this since maybe one and a half, uh, right around there, or maybe a little bit before that. But she's been doing that because that's what she would see whenever I would sing to her and put her to bed. So... Again, there are different things that we can listen to to help us sleep, but sometimes, you know, we'll listen to a podcast or something that kind of helps bring bring us back down from the worry, from the stress, the anxiety, and we'll look for something that'll just kind of soothe our minds and just uh, some a word that's just encouraging, and that's what I want to share with you today. So today I want to talk to you about finding rest in uncertain times. So join me. And I just pray that this is going to help give you the rest that you've been looking for. Hey, you guys. So I'm talking about finding rest at uncertain times. You know, right now, you know, my heart just goes out to how many jobs are being lost right now, right? We are seeing so many people that are being furloughed, that are being just completely laid off. Uh, businesses are being lost and, and having to force a complete shutdown because the revenue is not there and they cannot keep the businesses open. Maybe you're a business owner and you're struggling, especially small business owners. You know, small businesses, uh, they're struggling so much right now that, you know, it's it's just so hard to try to get the help that you need. And we hear how you know, there's SBA loans that people are applying for. 
people are applying for unemployment and, uh, you know, it's either because they complete job loss or because their job, you know, cut down their hours and they need to supplement the income. But all that can get so stressful, right? Even, even with the stimulus check that went out, some people didn't get it right away. They have to wait a little bit longer. And then for others, you know, maybe they were hoping to get that check, but, you know, for whatever reasons they weren't able to. And then there are the ones that you got the check, right? And it's still not enough. It, it's barely going to cover, you know, your rent. Because uh, I've, I've seen some of those rents out there and they're pretty crazy. They're pretty out there, right? So, you know, all that will cause stress. It'll cause worry, uh, panic, anxiety, uh, insomnia, down to digestive issues. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a second. But, you know, I, I want to tell you a little bit about an experience that we faced here uh, in 2019, January 2019. Um, my husband had been working for this company for quite some time. He had just had his 10 year anniversary, uh, maybe about mm, six, seven months prior. Right. And, uh, earlier in the year of 2018, he had celebrated his 10 year anniversary at this company, right? He had been there, you know, through transitions, through buyouts, through change of ownership. I mean, you name it, he had been through that company and he weathered all the storms that came with it. Right. So in, 2018 they had done a lot of layoffs they they had had like I think there was maybe about three waves of layoffs and he had made it through everyone you know with flying colors so in our minds we thought his job was secure even though we saw that the hours were shifting you know uh, his hours were being reduced and it was just a lot was taking place at the company right uh, benefits were going up pay was going down that's kind of how it happens right so uh, my husband was there for 10 years and on January 7th, he left for work in the morning and came right back within maybe an hour and a half. And I just so happened to be sitting in the living room on the rocking chair waiting for Bella. And I was just kind of sitting there just quietly, you know, just meditating. And, and uh, he walks in the door and I'm like, hey, what are you doing here? So I was really surprised that he had gotten home that day. And, uh, he walks in and, and I could see, you know, him hesitating to tell me, but he, he looked up at me and he said, well, I got laid off. And I said, huh? And I remember that I sat back and that's the first thing that came out of my mouth was, huh? And I sat back and I said, we'll be okay. God's got us. And, and he said, yeah, you know what? I'm not, it's funny. I'm not even worried about it. It's the weirdest thing. Like I'm not even stressing about it. And I was like, yeah, I said, me either. So we had noticed that neither one of us, and it's not that we were in shock or anything like that. It's just that neither one of us were feeling the stress from him losing his job. Now, otherwise you would think like, okay, why not? And and no, we don't have like these mega millions. We're, we're not like that kind of financially stable where we've got all this money uh, in surplus and in our bank accounts. No, this is like, this was a must, right? Because I had stopped working uh, two years back. So him not having a job was huge. Okay. Uh, especially with the medical issues that I was having, then I was going to lose my insurance. So it was just a lot happening. Well, ironically about two weeks prior to his layoff, he just received a random phone call from a friend of his, right? So his friend calls him and he says, Hey, you know, uh, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. 
He's and his friend works for a com- the company that Renee worked for many many years ago, and where he also had a long tenure there while he was at that company. I think he was there maybe maybe about seven or eight years. So at this company, um, the guy calls calls Renee. He's like, "Hey, you know what? Um, I didn't know if you were looking for a job or anything." He says, "But." Come January, we're going to be hiring about eight new guys. And uh, you popped in my mind and I thought I'd give you a call and see if you'd be interested. So we were like, wow, that's crazy. We at the time we were like, man, that's crazy. And Renee had said, you know what? I'm going to entertain the thought because you never know what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay. So then, you know, but again, this was going to wait until January. Well, on January 7th, Renee gets laid off and Renee had not talked to the other guy since then. And when Renee gets laid off, we were like, what? Well, right away, Renee's like, you know what? I'm going to call my friend and see if they're still hiring. So Renee did all that. He called his friend up and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, that sounds great. So Renee gives him on his, his information and, 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 uh, needless to say, Renee gives him his, you know, number and everything. And, they get to talking and all that. You know, he talks to the people there and he's submitting all the paperwork. Well, get this. They go to call Renee back and we had just uh, changed accounts with our cell phones and Renee had gotten a new number because he was getting like tons and tons of spam calls like all day, every day. So we had gotten a new phone for him, new phone number and everything. And, uh, he completely forgot to tell them. So he had no idea that they were actually calling him right back to give him a job. But, uh, eventually Renee did get through to them. And within 21 days, Renee was at a new company. Now here's the kicker. Renee went to this new company and he got the benefits package and all that, which kicked in immediately. You didn't have to wait 30 days. The, I remember that the, the uh, deductible on the old insurance was $5,000. The new insurance with this new company was $500, okay? Then we had, um, it, it was also like the benefits with the old company had just doubled, right, in biweekly payments. And in the new company, here he was going to be paying half the price of what he was paying at his old job. So we were like, wow, then to top off, like they had given him all this overtime and at the other company, he didn't have any of that anymore. So this was a huge win for us. Why am I sharing this story with you? I'm sharing it with you because I want you to see that even in a hopeless situation, even in, in a circumstance where everything looks like, you know what, the sky is falling. What are we going to do? We have no income coming in. How are we going to support the family? What are we going to do? Because here, here's the thing that the industry that Renee's in during that time, it, there was so much uncertainty with work that not very many companies were hiring. So that was, that was the other thing that, and if they would hire him, they were going to cut his, his pay by maybe like four or $5 an hour. So when we look at how God maneuvered everything in our favor, You know, it took us afterwards for us to see where God was working and what God did that was a benefit for us through that layoff, right? 
And oftentimes we think when we face layoff, when we lose our jobs, when we end up in a furlough, when we have financial difficulties, it's difficult to see God working on our circumstances. But I'm here to tell you, God loves you and God is taking care of you and God is going to work all things out, right? Because we know that God truly emphatically loves us. But when we don't trust him, we don't have that rest that we need when we go to bed at night, when we go to lay down on that pillow, when we go to lay down. It could be the most comfortable bed. Maybe you just bought a brand new bed, right? It could be the most comfortable bed, but you can't even sleep in it. Your mind is still going 20 miles an hour. Every negative thought is just flooding your mind, creating so much stress that your anxiety levels are, are on a high right now. You've got so many thoughts with so much uncertainty that you're not even allowing yourself to be able to be at peace when you go to bed at night. You see, what, whatever circumstance that you're facing right now, maybe it's a broken relationship. Maybe it's a relationship that you've been fighting for, but the other person's completely checked out. Maybe it's a relationship that you feel like, you know what? I've done everything that I can do. I don't understand. Why isn't God working this relationship out for me? Why isn't God giving me what I'm praying for? Well, have you ever thought that maybe, just maybe, it's not God that's not working it out for you? Maybe it's a change that God's waiting for you to do. Maybe it's not the change in the other person. Maybe the change has to take place in you first. Oftentimes we stress because financially we don't have enough and we're barely making ends meet, living paycheck to paycheck. What happens? You stress at night. Why? Because you're stressed that what if I can't make the house note and the car note and buy groceries? What if there's not enough money? So you start worrying and stressing about the what ifs on the negative side. And little do you realize that not only are you robbing yourself from peace of mind, you're robbing yourself from the peace to be able to rest at night and be able to get good sleep that nourishes your body. But you're also robbing your body of being able to absorb the, the correct nutrients. Why? Because the worry and the stress and the anxiety is also affecting your digestive system. And when your digestive system is off track, it affects your entire body's mechanism. You start feeling pain. You start aching in parts that you didn't even know were hurt, why they're hurting. You start to assume that maybe you've got a disease or an illness and you need surgery. You start, you start getting illnesses in your body. Why? Because you're allowing stress and worry to consume you. I've been reading this book to learn and have a better understanding about the gut system because I have digestive system issues because when I had my gallbladder removed, uh, there were major complications that took place and it affected my liver. Well, you know, I remember that for six months I couldn't eat really well. I couldn't eat meat for almost a year. And then when I got to eat meat again, I got crazy and I acted like a, like a, like a carnivore. I didn't even know how to act. I wanted steak. I wanted steak all the time. But I couldn't eat steak all the time. I learned the hard way that I couldn't sit there and I couldn't eat all the same foods I used to eat before my gallbladder had shut down. I was one of those rare cases. Isn't that like me, right? I'm like so rare, right? So I was one of those rare cases where the gallbladder just randomly shut down for no apparent reason whatsoever. It just shut down. 
And then I started having issues digesting food over these last few years. It's been about maybe, uh, what is it, like three, four years roughly around there. No, no, about four years now that I had the surgery. And I've had issues digesting food, right? So I was like, okay, do I take a probiotic, a prebiotic? Do I got to take a supplement? You know, I started looking into what is it that I have to do to get my digestive system on track. I knew worry wasn't one of the issues at the time because right now I don't, I don't feel that I'm stressing and worrying about, you know, things like I used to before years, you know, before I used to be in panic mode all the time, but no, when I started to find rest in God and truly allow myself to find rest in God, I stopped worrying about the things that I had no control over. And I started putting all that energy into focusing on the things that I did have control over and what I needed to do on my part and trust that God was doing his part, right? So like I was saying about the digestive system, I I started reading this book because I I didn't want to end up having a surgery again or I don't want to be put on any medications. And I was noticing that you know, my body was acting a certain kind of way. Well, I started to learn that what I was consuming, some of it was pretty much toxic to my body. And I didn't know that. So I'm now learning to adjust the foods that I'm eating to try to help my body out. And on top of that, I started taking, you know, a prebiotic, probiotic supplement that's helping me out. But the reason I'm telling you this is because when we go to search for the root of the problem, we can then find a solution for it. Okay. So in this certain, in this situation, when we, when we find the root of the problem, your problem might be job loss. Your problem might be financial hardships. You know, you, you look for the root, but sitting there stressing about all these, what ifs does not give you a solution. I guarantee you that it will not give you a solution. Strategic thinking gives you a solution. Trusting in God gives you a solution, but you have to find trust and you have to find your trust in God and say, you know what, I'm going to lean into you, God, and I'm going to trust you wholeheartedly. And with that, you're going to find your rest. You're going to be able to lay in bed at night and you're actually going to be able to close your eyes, say your prayers, close your eyes, and you're going to find rest in God. You're going to be able to fall asleep and be at peace. You're going to notice that your body's going to wake up feeling revived, recharged, re-energized. But you're not going to feel sluggish and tired and, and drained because of the weight of the worry that you were carrying the day before. In uh, Psalm 62 verses 1 through 2, you know, it talks to us about rest. It says, truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Imagine having that kind of rest, that kind of trust in God that you're resting your mind, you're resting your body, but you're also resting your soul in him. That's what you have to do in order to find your peace. Because I guarantee you, if you're sitting there stressing and freaking out and trying to figure out all these ways to take care of it yourself, then you're no longer letting God know that you need him. Now it's like saying, I don't need you, God. I've got this on my own. But we know that even on our good days, we still need God. 
We need God to cover us, protect us, to keep us safe. We need God to be our supplier, our provider, and not look at our jobs as the source, but know that they're the resource that God is using, but God is the actual source. You see, we didn't look at Renee's previous job, previous employer as the source. They were a resource that God was using. And when God said, you know what, I've got something bigger and better for you. God moved him to another company. And look at how this worked out. A few months, a couple of months after Renee moved to the new company, my back went out. I could not walk and I needed surgery, like emergency surgery. I was in so much pain. I was going to be going through a lot of treatment. And the new company had a $500 deductible. That's right. On top of that, the coverage was crazy. Like it was just astronomical, everything that they were covering. Then to top off, the therapies and everything that I needed were covered. And to make it all even better, Renee, when he started with the company, they had given him vacation time and sick time right from the get-go. So even when he needed to take time out to be home with me, he had the time already available. How many companies do that? Right. So Renee had the, the time available so that he could be there to take care of me. And it was just a blessing all around, just all around. Such a blessing. So when we find rest in God, then we can start trusting him to the point where we have that unshakable faith. We will not be shaken. Like the song says, we will not be shaken. And you just stand firmly on those words. We will not be shaken. You know, in the scripture, it says that we are more important than the birds in the sky. God loves you more than the birds in the sky. In Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 20, my eyes are giving out on me, <laughs> 22 through 26, it talks about the birds in the sky and it talks about how God provides for them. Right. They don't have the means to be able to, you know, have this, you know, they, they don't go to Costco and stock up on sunflower seeds and bird bird food. No, they, they don't have the ability to do that. OK, yet every day they have the source, the resources out there to be able to have food. Why? Because their source being God is ensuring that even the birds have something to eat. You see that? Even the birds have something to eat. When you see, uh, you know, you, you hear these people that they go hunting, right? And, you know, which I'm not, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but uh, probably not a good analogy. But I want to talk about the deer, okay? The deer that are out there in the woods have something to eat. The animals out there in the woods have something to eat. And if anything, they multiply. Why? Because they have something to eat. They have food, they have water, it's all being provided to them, right? So when we look at, you know, the animals that are in the woods, the, the animals of the sky, we see that they have nourishment. Why? Because God provides what they need. They don't have to sit there and worry about, you know, stockpiling food and, and buying, you know, boxes and boxes of noodles or whatever. They don't have to do that. They don't have to do that. But God loves them so much that he makes sure that they have everything that they need. Now, imagine how much more God loves you. 
Now, I know you don't believe that you would be, you know, less than a bird. No, God sees you greater than, right? So God's going to provide you what you need. God is going to supply your needs and he's going to ensure that you have everything that you need in order to be able to supply for your family and for yourself. But again, we have to trust God and not allow the fears and the worries to rob us from the rightful rest that God wants us to have because that rest is what's going to supply us with everything that we need. We're going to be able to think more clearly. We're going to be more productive the next day. We're not going to be as sluggish. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Finding rest in uncertain times, even in these uncertain times, when things are looking like, you know, they're not the way they should be. Maybe, you know, like I said, you may be struggling right now. We're all going through something right now. You know, everybody is going through something right now, but it's how we handle the circumstance that determines uh, how our well-being is going to be. So right now we know that if our immune system is strong and healthy, and in order for us to have a strong and healthy immune system, we have to get the right amount of rest, right? Because depleting your body of the right amount of rest causes your immune system to get weaker. And we have to have the right nourishment in order for us to have the right mindset. So find rest in these uncertain times in God. Trust him that he is going to get you through whatever circumstance that you're facing right now. I was looking for the scripture that I wrote it down. And then I don't know why I closed my Bible. I wrote down the scripture number and I closed my Bible. But um, it's Jeremiah 17. And it's, it's where we talk about trust. And if you just give me one second here, I'm going to find it for you. Because I don't know how I lost my page. I had everything set up perfectly. And then I lost my page. But anyhow, so, you know, what we're talking about today is about finding trust in God and trusting him during these uncertain times and knowing that whatever we may be going through, God's going to take care of it. Okay. Trust him with that. If I can share that story with about Renee and when he got laid off and what we went through and share that with you as a glimmer of hope for your circumstance, I'm doing that because I want you to see that even in uncertain times, our attitude is a key role. Had Renee and I started worrying, had Renee and I started freaking out when that happened, we probably would have started bickering. We probably, you know, he could have had a heart attack or I could have had a heart attack. We, we could have just been stressed out to a point where it could have created division in our house. And that's the last thing that you want. In Jeremiah 17, it says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. How beautiful is that, right? That if we can be like a tree whose roots are so deeply planted into the ground of faith, right? That we trust God. We're so deeply rooted in our faith in God that when those storms come, we're not going to be shaken. When circumstances arise, we're not going to worry. When drought comes, we're not going to fear 
because we know that the supplier, the provider, our source, God, is going to ensure that in the needed time, in the right moment, we have exactly what we need to cover everything. Whatever it is that you're facing with right now, whatever your financial issues are, God is going to provide. God provided for us last year. God has provided for us many, many years. And even now, God provides for us. And in certain times when Renee's hours, you know, go from overtime to nothing, you know, to, to 40 hours, God's still supplying all of our needs. And and I'm so thankful to God that, you know, we we are living in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of hardships, in the midst of, of so much change, right? But one thing that never changes is God's love for you. His love will never change. His promises will never go void. Whatever God has spoken to you, know that God meant it and he is going to give it to you. But it takes for us to do our part too. So stand in your faith, that unshakable faith, and go to bed and rest. Rest. Find rest in him. Surrender those worries to him. Surrender your fears, surrender the doubts, surrender your heart and say, God, I want to thank you. I want to thank you that I know that this setback is only preparing me for my comeback. I know that if this has been removed from my life, it's because you have something greater for me. So you're making room for the greater. I know, Father, that you want your ultimate best for my life. Because I'm so precious to you. So I thank you, Father. I thank you that I know that everything will work out for its good. And when you sit there and you start thanking God, you're going to see how your spirit, your soul, your mind, your heart, everything is going to start aligning. It's like it all stacks up and it starts aligning just so perfectly with the will of God. You see, when we come to God in thanksgiving, that's telling him, you know what? I trust you. I trust you with this change. I trust you with this circumstance. I trust you. And I'm not going to worry about it anymore because I trust you. I pray that whatever circumstance you're facing right now, that you find your trust in God. I pray that you find rest rest as you go to bed tonight and I pray that whatever area of your life that you're lacking right now that not only does God come in and cover the lack but he showers you with an overflow of abundance and I know it may sound crazy to you because you're saying how is that possible Eileen well right now there's not even enough or there's barely enough going around well I'm gonna tell you how is it possible that a God can create the entire world and everything in it? And not in seven days. He did it in six days because we know on the seventh day he rested. So how could we doubt that he could change our small circumstances? So trust him. Trust him with what you're going through. I love you guys and I look forward to talking to you all again. See you Friday. Bye. Hi, this is Eileen Bocanegra, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Living Encouraged. 
I want to leave you with one last word. In the book of Psalm, chapter 29, verse 7, it says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and he helps me. I love that verse because it says here how not only is he my strength and my shield, in other words, he protects me. God protects me. He says, my heart trusts in him. And then he goes on to say, and he helps me. You see, we have to do our part as well. You know, we know that scripture tells us faith without works is dead. We have to have the kind of faith where we're putting actions. We're not just saying that we trust God. We're not just saying that we have faith in God, but we're showing. We're taking action and we're doing our part as we continue to trust God with the circumstances that we're facing. So I encourage you to continue trusting in God and know that He will help you. Know that God is your salvation and He is going to give you the much needed rest, not only for your mind, but for your body, your spirit, and your soul. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it beautiful to know that we can find that kind of rest in Him? The rest that we can't get anywhere else, but we can get it in Him. For more encouraging messages, join me at livingencouraged.org or at blossomed, B-L-O-S-S-O-M-E-D, flowers, F-L-O-W-E-R-S.com. Again, visit me at blossomedflowers.com or at livingencouraged.org. I love you guys and I look forward to talking to you all soon.